All right. Uh, Next. All right. How about this? Uh, so how about this? Uh, do you want to talk about broke, broke people doing something disgusting? Well, not disgusting, but something weird. Or do you want to talk about a woman doing something so fucking weird that it is frankly mind boggling? Is this woman, is this an experience you had or is this a news story you read? This is a news story I read. All right, hit me. Okay. So there's a woman by the name of Sherry Papini, right? Imagine. I wonder if Sherry Papini liked the pasta. Maybe. Does she eat the spaghetti? Maybe. Okay. Maybe she wanted the pasta. Maybe she wanted gabagool. Gabagool. Ah. All right, so imagine this, Alan. All right, imagine you are married to Sherry, right? You have some lovely children, right? And then all of a sudden, Sherry vanishes for like two years, I think it was. Oh, wow. Right? All right, so, she, so all right, I'm imagining. Oh, uh, oh, my dear wife, she's gone. I live, I love her so. I miss her dearly. I assume she is dead, but I still have weekly conversations with the police. Because I'm holding out hope, but we have to assume that she'll never return and we have to move forward, okay? And you're you're communicating this with your two children. Yes. And then, right, your wife comes back. Oh. Your wife comes back. She is beaten, bloodied, bruised. She has a brand on her shoulder. She claims that it's two Latino women who did this, (laughs) that she was kidnapped, right? And held hostage for two years. Yes. Okay. And then... Oh, my dear loving wife, I am so glad you have returned. Let us seek the medical attention that you require. And once you have recovered, we shall consult the authorities and we will find the 'er ne'er-do-wells who have offended thee so. And then you find out... (laughs) She left for, I again, I'm not certain of the time frame. I believe it was two years. She left for two years to go see her ex. She just <laughs> upped and left. <laughs> Went to go live, be with her ex. Decided she was tired. Came back and was like, <laughs> I was kidnapped by Latino women. <laughs> Is... Well, we, we said the last name and we assume she's Italian, but do we know if the woman is Latino or Latino? Whatever uh, no, I, b- I believe she is. Uh, okay. So two other. She's so, a white girl. Oh, it's a white girl. Yeah. So she went, she played the race angle. All right. So she's assuming that I'm going to immediately assume that this is true because right. of those dirty Latino women are always <laughs> up to no good. <laughs> right. And apparently the community did for four years until just recently when she was convicted because the whole story came out. Holy shit. How'd the story come out? Uh, I'm not entirely certain. I think it was like her ex or something. Or like they were doing investigations into it. And like she got into like legal trouble about the whole thing. <laughs> and like they found out like under questioning that it's like she had really just abandoned her family to go be with her ex. And then for whatever reason wanted to go back and didn't know how, how to. Did ex- she, how did she get beat up? Did she do it she, to herself? They faked it. Who's they? It, her and her ex. So the ex knew that she was leaving him. So now, yes, hold on. <laughs> let, let me take the other role. Oh, my beloved ex hath returned, abandoning her family solely for my love. I will shower upon her my gratefulness 
And then two years later, she goes, hey, will you beat me up so I can go back to my family? Right? Yeah. And I'm like, I... <laughs> right? So what, like, so this story from top to bottom is so confusing to me because there's part of me that goes, all right, <laughs> let's just say on the most basic of levels, you and your current husband are having problems and you want to leave him, right? You have the wherewithal to find your ex and physically travel to your ex but for some reason, right, you decide, eh, ain't working out for me. And instead of just being like, yo, let's get a divorce, <laughs> you're like, I need to fake a kidnapping because it's the only believable way I could come back into my family. Um, let me tell you about a drug called meth. And, I, and how, I, it, how it tends to warp your thinking. I wish this was a drug thing because when you see every photo of her, she looks like a clean cut white girl. All right. Let me tell you about a disease called bipolar. <laughs> I, bipolar I, tends to make people behave like meth and cocaine addicts where they go, I've got a brilliant idea. They follow that idea until the emotional state goes away. And then they go, oh, that wasn't such a great idea. So you want to hear a fun thing? I do. She has been under review by psychologists and psychiatrists since this can't happened. And all of them agree, which is a very rare thing in psychiatry mm -hmm. uh, or psychology. That she has no mental health problems. <laughs> I don't believe that for anything. She just decided there's some argument as to whether or not it's just narcissism. I was that was the very next thing I was about to go to. But it's not to the point where it is impacting because this is the thing about like the DSM, right? In order for most problems in psychology to be legitimately rated as as a psychological problem, it needs to be something that impacts your daily ability to function. Right. So if you get angry once a month, right, people will go, you have anger issues, but it's not impacting your day-to-day -day ability. <laughs> now, if, if that one time a month you bash your wife's skull in, then it's impacting your day-to-day -day right. ability to live. But if you just get annoyed or upset and throw your coffee in the car, that's not necessarily, you know, like a psychological health issue per mm. se, right? She, as far as they're concerned, has no mental health problem. Well, It's there's not also, impacting her day-to-day -day ability to function. There's also... My understanding, I might be wrong about this, there's also a difference between a mental health issue and a personality disorder. Meaning that a personality disorder, it's it can fuck you up, it can be a problem, it can do this, it can do that, but that's just kind of like baked into the bread. It's not, you know, if you have bipolar, there's chemicals firing, creating issues. If you have depression, you're chemicals firing. If you're borderline, it's just kind of you have to be taught how to not be an asshole 
because it's just baked into the bread at that point. Kind of, yeah. So, I mean, we could have a larger conversation about that, but I really want to focus on her (laughs) because this whole thing is so insane. The thing that, again, I find so fascinating about this is, like, you knew where your ex was. You were in communication with him. You were a white woman in America with two children. (laughs) You could have just done what any other bitch would have done. And just been like, all right, filing for a divorce, taking the kids, have your shit, Greg, get the fuck out. Yeah. Right. And gone back to your ex. But instead, you had to fake an entire thing about getting kidnapped by two Latino (laughs) women. And this is where the real kicker comes in. Right. Because not only does she do that where she fakes a kidnapping charge, the judge only gives her like eight months. Of course. In prison when it's like the maximum, I think, is like 24 years. And I'm not saying she should have gotten 24 years, but like part of the judge's argument for the eight months is like she definitely needs to be punished because of the fear and terror that she put into the community, like in the racial fears and yada, yada, yada to which I go like eight months. Doesn't really <laughs> feel. Well, like, what is, I guess, I mean, the charge would be just what filing a false report. So it's like filing a false report, like faking a kidnapping. Is that uh, a law? Yeah. You're not allowed to fake a kidnapping. Yeah, you can't. Do you fake know what's a great about that? Like, that means so many people did it that somebody had to like write that down. <laughs> Wait a minute, we're having a real problem with this shit. Right. Well, so like part of the thing the judge talks about when you actually read the article is he's like, your lie impacted so many people in the community, like from the police and like uh, workers who had to go searching for you to like the detectives who had to be on your case to like the Latino. And it's just like one of those insane things of like, I listen to a story like this and I go, there are so many questions that I have that will never be answered. Like not even just why did you do it and yada, 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 but like, Part of me goes, oh, so that's how much it costs Hmm. to fake a kidnapping as a white woman. It's eight months. Yeah. That's it. You can fake a kidnapping, stoke racial tensions, abandon two children. It's eight months. It's like not even a year, right? (laughs) Like, you can get out in time for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. It's like an extra long detention. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. I, I, I'm thinking more in terms of, <laughs> I'm thinking more in terms of the desperation of needing to get back. Meaning like after two, two years ain't nothing. Right. After two. So if your kid was seven, when you left, they're nine now, right? That, and that, when you're talking about children, that's not even the same person anymore. Right. So, so in two years, you were like, okay, clearly I fucked up. Right. <laughs> and I really just want to go back to my original situation. Right. And now you got to live with that for the rest of your life. That kid who is now nine, right? is going to be talking about that shit <laughs> forever. Yeah. Imagine yeah. being that kid's therapist in 30 years. Yeah. Fuck 30. Right. Five. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, like, what you're talking about, what you're talking to that kid about, like, abandonment issues. Oh, God. You know, right? It's just like, so why do you feel like you were abandoned? Oh, well, oh, my mom. I was abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom faked her kidnapping and tried to stoke racial tensions <laughs> in the community in order to return. And it's just like. Oh, is that why you only fuck Latino women? Like that's that's a note I wrote earlier that I really gotta. <laughs> yeah, I just got reminded of a kid I taught. Maybe it's too depressing to bring up, but I I taught a kid who he was in seventh grade when I got a hold of him. I think it was two years prior to that he watched his father murder his mother, Oof. and he and his brother were living with I don't know uncle. You know, what other other family? Because obviously dad was in prison. And um, that, kid, that kid was fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah I can imagine. That kid, that kid was real fucked up. <laughs> he was really smart, but his maturity level, uh, you know, seventh graders, that's when they're starting to get kind of cool. They're starting to a little grumpy. You know, they're starting to, they, you know, they're starting to peer through their eyes a little bit like, hey, this, edgy. yeah, this, this might all be bullshit. That's, <laughs> right. that's when that shit starts kicking in. And he was like a nine-year-old. He was just hyper running around. He was an ass. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Right? Yeah, I can imagine being like, "Oh, hey, uh, my father stole away my childhood, uh, so I'm gonna be living it right now." <laughs> yeah, all the <laughs> time. time. Uh, man, I, I just let me put it. Let me ask you this question, and then we can move on to another topic. Alan Dempsey mm. as the Spouse of this individual, right? Oh God! <laughs> what is what is your response? Do you Ooh. go, "Oh, thank God, nobody will think I'm a murderer anymore," or like, is that your first I reaction? Mean, or if, like, if I was under suspicion, yeah. I mean, because that's in the little bit I've learned about the law, writing law blogs for blah blah blah. Um. Bob Lob. Yeah, Bob Lob Lobs, Law Blog, Lobs, Law Bomb. Okay. That's my favorite line in film history. I'm going to say it again. Bob Lob Law Blog, Lobs, Law Bomb. It just makes me happy to think it. It makes me happy to say it. Everything about it. Anyway, I got so distracted by that, I can't remember what I was talking about. Oh, look. Here's one thing I know. If they want you, they're going to get you. Right. It doesn't matter really what the evidence is. If they want you, they're going to get you. So if I was under suspicion, oh boy, would I be glad to see her show up. Uh, I'm going to assume that I would believe her story because if she, va look, if we were, you know, fucking FaceTiming for the last few years, that, that no, I'm not going to believe that. But if she had vanished and then re, and was fucked up and branded and shit. Why wouldn't you believe that? Of course my loving wife wouldn't have vanished voluntarily for two years. And look at the beating she has endured. Like, who wouldn't immediately believe that? Now, I'm not going to say that it was a loving relationship because clearly <laughs> some yeah. happened that she was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. But one tiny thing before we move on to the next <laughs> Yeah topic is in the article they describe how the husband has filed for divorce and custody of the children yeah. because why the fuck wouldn't you yeah but they also described her as being 
loved and hugged by the husband's sister during sentencing. To which I go, I would be so mad (laughs) at my sister. And I'd be like, no. (laughs) She would like, my sister would just be like, well, she's the mother of those children. I'd go, I don't care. (laughs) What is wrong with you? (laughs) Yes. Was that a question or was that just a statement? That was both. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I, I think people. I'm I'm gonna give my sister room to have her feelings and to hug the ex. No, <laughs> no but no. I under, I understand why someone wouldn't. If my if my if I was in that situation and one of my sisters hugged that woman, I'd be like, "Hey, <laughs> you are getting a box of live fire ants for Christmas, <laughs> just because like you've burned this bridge between us. I want to make sure that burning sensation stays with you for the rest of your life." <laughs> wow. <laughs> Everything we do matters. Hey, thanks for listening to that episode of So How About This. Whatever you are using to listen, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment, hit whatever extra button they make you push these days. On Twitter, you can find us at So How About This One. The words are So How About This, followed by the number one. Leave us some beautiful comments there. Ask us questions. If you want us to talk about something on the podcast, let us know. We'll bring it up while we record, and uh, we'll see you next time.